up everybody happy thursday welcome back i gotta tell you i've been messed up with my days this entire week uh i was gonna say happy wednesday then i was gonna say happy friday it's just been it's been a whirlwind uh who do we have here this morning we got the common man's here pack trip let's go lucky plaid in the house stubs is here we got k forge you can order you can do whatever you want man you can do whatever you want here 3dh is here patrick up early weisberg it's going to be joining us momentarily. Fenny's here. Joe's here. Boston Brace, team man, the captain. Sandra, good to see you. Fernandez in the house. We got a fun one. Uh, Weisberg's going to come on. We're going to talk just some, you know, some some fancy stuff that's happened in the last couple of days. More drama, mostly drama today. Also, I see Ben Cardoza. Homies is here. We love it. Garen's here. Let's go. Sneeps, why was your good morning deleted? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's the big, the big day, right? So tomorrow morning, I imagine this stream is going to be too long. Uh, my guess is it's going to be like well over two hours, uh, maybe even three hours, because we're, we're going to be giving away over 350 moments, right? So 350 moments right here, uh, highlighted by the Jason Tatum and Nikola Jokic top shot debuts. We're also, you know, we're close. Close to adding some legendary moments as well, too. So I think we need like 25 or 26 more retweets over on Twitter. That would get us up over 500. We're going to add a legendary moment. And then if we get over 200 people that uh, arrive tomorrow live, that'll get us another legendary moment to give away. So it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good idea. Uh, Willis says, good morning to everyone minimizing the number of buttoned buttons on their shirts there you go is this because I, I got one down i'll tell you what i got a i got a drink with a friend yesterday and uh i i was after i'd worked out and we were hanging out for a little bit and then i, I went to use the bathroom and as i'm washing my hands because that's i wash my hands i'm not one of those sickos uh i was looking in the mirror and I noticed that there was like a, uh, another button that was undone. So we were instead of like just the one, because it was like uh, it was like a shirt like this. It was a shirt like this, right? So instead of just the one up top being unbuttoned, the second one was unbuttoned. I immediately went back to the table and I apologized because that was not unintentional uh, and too sexy. I would argue too sexy. Um, all right, I think that's it. I think that's it for news notes and stuff. Oh, you know what? I I might do this. Um, I might start doing it next week, a weekly uh, best ball stream, because Underdog just announced uh, their double dribble, which is like the $10 uh, season-long best ball tournament, which is like a fun uh, entryway into messing around with fantasy basketball. It's super early to be doing it, but I'm excited that it's there. Uh, because I always forget to do it because it's football season and then bang, it happens. So I'm going to start doing like a weekly one of those. We'll get some guests on. So if you're into that, let's, let's do it. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think it will. We'll be back tomorrow to give away everything else. Uh, I think that's it for news and notes, uh, but we're going to do it. Let's get Weisberg on here. We're going to talk some Draymond and a bunch of everything else. Mike, what's going on, man? Do, do, do I need to undo a button here? Like I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Um, yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, rock and roll team hold merch. Speaking of which. Uh, since you yep. noted it, uh, you can also participate with the merch part of uh, the tweet. Where you could, uh, is there a legendary you can get potentially? Uh, potentially, we potentially. Away? It's going to be so. Basically, what we're doing for tomorrow's giveaways, right? If you are a VIP member, that's going to get you in your own little special thing. If you've purchased any merch in the history of Team Holt. Uh, and you screenshot it and reply to the tweets that will get you in a separate thing. But basically, we're gonna have two wheels going, so we'll spin a wheel to see what we're giving away for the for the good stuff, like just for the good stuff. And we'll do like a good thing every like half hour or something like that. Um, so yeah, but yeah, there, there technically there would be a shot at a legendary, yeah. Nice, yeah, nice. gated giveaways. We I learned this from the burn leaderboards, dude. So I've taken I've taken uh instruction from Dapper, and that's how we're doing those giveaways. So uh we will have gated giveaways, but yeah, so yeah, you know, join VIP on YouTube if you haven't done that yet, or you can buy some merch that'll get you into another another giveaway. So there's a good plug right there, Weisberg. Well, we 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 got a lot to talk about. Speaking of all kinds of access and 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 gated uh entries, you know, given mm -hmm. given talking a little Draymond, uh we can talk additionally, uh, just to kind of set the stage for the audience. Um, so we're, we're going to talk about Draymond. We're going to talk about Dame. Um, we're going to talk about Top Shot Unlocked. We've got a bunch of stuff on, on deck. But let's yeah. let's start with the man, the myth, the legend, Draymond here. A lot yeah. going on. And 
as we do that uh in honor of draymond we'll do uh like the stream subscribe hashtag beef uh and there you go and that'll that'll get you in but yeah we'll yeah start with Dray i mean draymond was all over the news in the last like 36 hours which is great uh i think he was doing a media tour and he was just getting involved in twitter as well but i don't which part of draymond do you want to start with all right so let's i'm gonna share a quick thing um here let me just pull this up um present share screen this is from uh, a podcast excerpt that he did with pat bev another uh logical media member yes so here we go sugarcoating what what has happened all these years this is real life man like people get it twisted like oh man like you, you're in character when you're no this is real life wow. we live in when we're playing in these games and so like to, to just go front and act like all of those things was fake like i've publicly said i didn't like chris before like i'm just not gonna be like oh man that changed now he's my teammate no i look forward to talking amongst men i look forward to working with another adult, you know, I've, we've had, I've had my fair share of days of like not working with adults right. and people who don't, don't move like adults. Right. So I'm looking forward to going to work with an adult. Right. You know what I'm saying? Chris is a pro. I'm looking forward to going to work, work with a pro. He's super. So warriors, you guys have been working with, for lack of a better term, you 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 made your bed. You you made your bed going back as far as 2018, when Draymond told, called KD a bitch, and consistently throughout time, the Warriors have enabled Draymond Green. Whether it's him literally cussing out Steve Kerr in the locker room in the playoffs against OKC, or you know, by the way, Kerr saying. I'm fucking sick of Draymond. Uh, which, by the mm. way, that video, I, I took that video, sent it to CJ Zero, made that one famous. That was me. Um, anyway, the important thing is <laughs> they have consistently put Draymond on a pedestal. They've enabled him. They have rewarded him. And then when he knocks Jordan Poole the fuck out, what do they do? They don't even suspend the man. They take him off for a couple practices, Oh, you're going to go to ring night anyway. And at the end of the day, the Warriors have signed up for what this was. I'm sure there are a lot of headaches for Mike Dunleavy Jr. and Larry Riley, the assistant GM, by the way, the guy who drafted Steph Curry. Um, and I'm sure they had a tough day yesterday. But ultimately, this is what they signed up for, Mike. They I, knew what they were getting themselves into. I just want to, like, pick that. Uh, comment apart i i think we have to stop saying talking amongst men uh as like a phrase and i don't mean that in the way that because we should also be saying we're talking amongst amongst women or amongst people i don't mean that i just mean like what are the other types of talking you're doing it's this whole idea screaming. of it's like no this it, is it, like it real on language is screaming yeah well, Which... i was like what are, what are you talking about like what do you what, what other conversations are you talking about i i just i don't understand uh i don't understand that i it feels like I feel like we have this uh, dichotomy to uh, people saying like, well, you know, it's just a game and there's life outside of basketball, except this is also real life. And this is not a game. This is reals. And I, I just like, I think we have to collectively decide is basketball real life or is it just a game? Because uh, I've heard sir, like both it's, sides it's, of it's, 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 it's not real life on the practice floor where you knock someone the fuck out. And then you disrespect that person the entire year um, and consistently call that person a bitch behind their back. According to, according so, to rumors, it's been, been the he thing. He talked a little bit more about Jordan Poole, too, and just uh, trying to uh, – and I jokingly tweeted out uh, the Matt Barnes quote of, like, violence is not the answer except sometimes it is. And because that's kind of what he was saying. He was like, I don't just hit mm -hmm. people, which basically saying, like, whatever he said justified me punching him at work. Um, that's what I took away from that. Uh, yeah. and so, and I, I'm kind of surprised, especially because Jordan Poole hasn't really said anything. Do you know what I mean? Like he specifically I, has avoided it. Right. Cause somebody even asked, like, uh, I, there was a, cause Jordan Poole is very memeable in his reaction. Somebody had asked him, uh, I think it was either after he signed or it was at a, something he, it, uh, a media member was like, what are your thoughts? Like, Anthony Slater asked him about it. 
yeah, have you spoken to Draymond? And he basically just kind of like made a face and then moved on, didn't say anything. And I listen, I'm not saying Jordan Poole is the mature adult who's handled everything 10 out of 10. Uh, but it is just kind of funny that the dude that got hit in the face has still yet to say anything. And if you want to like pick that apart a little bit, maybe you're like, well, because he knows how in the wrong he was and he would like this to just go away. But I also could see him wanting to go away because he publicly got hit in the face by a teammate and then the team did not support him in a way that looked like they were supporting. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's wild that Draymond continues to bring it up. I think it's wild that the most mature person in the situation is Jordan Poole. Ultimately, yeah, like and, like that the the that the twenty three year old has been more mature than the rest of the organization because the rest of the organization didn't do shit. Yeah, and you know, I the other thing and part of the reason why I wanted to open with Draymond talking about Chris Paul and then specifically talking about I just want to play with people that aren't kids and that people yeah. are that are that are moving like adults is it goes with this theme of the Warriors offseason, which, by, by the way, has been a lot of, like, we need a lot more maturity around here. You know, that's that's been the code word that's been thrown around. You heard Steph and Clay both use it at the match. Um, right. You've heard Larry Riley, the Warriors assistant GM, uh, talk about needing more maturity. So it's very clearly that's a talking point, but it gets to what Draymond's talking about, which is that they very clearly believe that Jordan Poole was the problem. Or to bare minimum, publicly, that that's what they're putting out there, for better or worse. And you know what, though, like that could be partially true, right? Like, I mean, I right. I, I don't doubt that at least Jordan on the Poole court. Was, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't doubt that he was wiling out a little bit. Maybe even like with, because he's always been. I mean, this has been detailed so many times, but about how like Jordan Poole was kind of under Draymond's wing. They liked Jordan because he ran his mouth even when he was like terrible and like going down to the G League, right? Um, Oh, wait, here we go. Al Apes is letting us know. This is, have you guys ever played on a basketball team? Confrontations happen at practice regularly. No need to blow up a franchise over it. Well, I, Al, listen, I, I think they have blown up the franchise in a lot of ways because of it, though. Maybe they didn't Multiple get rid times. of Draymond. Yeah, but they, they got rid of Jordan Poole. They're now like talking about, like you get were rid saying. Of KD. Talking, yeah. Um, I, I do think, I think they, they didn't get rid. He left, but like, writing was on the ball. Yeah. Right, right, because because of that that level of immaturity that Draymond brought. But anyways, the the fact that like uh, Jordan Poole was kind of brought under his wing for the same energy that Draymond brings, and then to kind of just get removed from the situation is interesting. But I, again, I don't doubt that like both uh, both can be true, right? That that Draymond probably shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have whacked him in the face, and that Jordan Poole also wasn't great to have on the. And you're muted. Um, to Mike's point, what I, what I will say is this, um, as, as he's fixing his, his audio. Your audio good again? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, look, Al Alves did say earlier in the chat, they've contended for titles, so what? That has very clearly been the worst trade-off. Like, their trade-off has been, we're going to contend with this core, but we also have this guy who's kind of a monster in terms of the chemistry in the locker room. For better or worse, like this team is Steph, Dre, Clay, and Dre has been the enforcer of that group, and it's caused issues in the locker room, both publicly and privately. So, like, I, I honestly wonder I, too. I, 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 I get where the team's coming from, but I also like it, it's very clear that I, the the only other thing that I would just say is I don't understand Dre's insistence to not let this go. That's what I'm saying. None of that makes weird. sense. I think it's weird. I don't know. Maybe Pat Bev is just good at getting the best out of people or the worst out of people. Um, I also, yeah, I saw Sneeps' comment. I had that written down to bring up too. I do wonder if I feel differently about this if he didn't have that like mockumentary that was shared uh, at the beginning of the NBA season this year, somewhat addressing what happened. This like propaganda bullshit that uh, that the Warriors didn't know was happening. Yeah, that's it's crazy. That's that's like such a crazy thing, uh, and uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think that that's colored how I feel about Draymond quite a bit. Um, ultimately, though, I I mean, I think this is just 
this is nothing new. And so like war, the Warriors even seeing the podcast clips go around, I don't even think it cares. Like, I don't think anybody cares. They've already made their bed with like, this is the direction we're going. Uh, if I think to go back to what you were saying too, if I'm uh, Jonathan Kaminga or Moses Moody, I probably feel like I'm a little on notice here as we continue to move through the off season and the way that they were talking, we're looking for adults and not children, um, which, you know, they got an adult in Chris Paul, I guess, but, uh, an aging well, adult. Is, is that I, is that adult starting or being on the bench? I I think he he'll be coming off the bench. I don't see a world in which they can start uh, because Clay Thompson is not a defensive you know person anymore. I I don't know if people are aware of Clay, that. I know he was like a lockdown defender for a while, but he is no longer that kind of guy. He doesn't have the quickness anymore to move laterally. So there's no world in which you could start Clay, uh, Chris, and Steph. Well, and the other the other thing is. And, you know, as somebody who lives in the Bay Area, you know, has some, some, some people. Uh, the, the thing that I would note about Clay that's important to know, Clay's got an ego, too. And, yeah. you know, part of the issue with Jordan and, and Dre and Steph was Clay. Clay didn't want to not start. And Jordan wanted to start. And that's going to be an issue because Clay has declined to an extent. Offensively, he was great this year. For the last two months of the year, hit more threes than anyone else in the league. But defensively, he's taking a step back, as you noted, Mike. And it'll be intriguing to see how, in year three of coming off this injury, uh, a how healthy he'll be, and b how productive he'll be. The first summer he's actually played in the off season, so we'll see. Yeah, and <clears throat> can you hear me? Okay, I can. You're good. Okay. Yeah, that that's the thing with Clay too. That this whole narrative has started now after he played like dog shit in the uh, playoffs, where it was like, oh, actually, what people don't know about Clay is that he was rusty uh, and that he wasn't in shape uh, because like Clay did have a very hot like March, I believe it was uh, before yep. before like fading, and they're like, well, now he's going to be in pretty good shape, so Clay will be different this year. So. I, I don't know. I don't, and maybe, you know what? Maybe all of a sudden he can move laterally. All I know is he couldn't get by Sabonis on um, switches in the, in that, mm -hmm. uh, that Golden State Sacramento series. And that absolutely uh, like opened my brain to being like, oh, and I know that's not offense. That's not defense. That's offense. But I, I don't know. If you can't get by Sabonis uh, after uh, getting switched onto him, I don't know if you're going to be able to cover guys who are fast. Um, so I, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous for, for what that, that will look like for them. Ultimately though, like I, I put out my rankings, uh, my, again, my July rankings, and I still think they're going to be better than they were last year. I mean, I think just, just starting a season where you don't have your best player punching a guy who just got paid. Uh, I, I think, I think they're going to be, the vibes will be better anyways. I'm less high on them. I, I just look Chris is going to miss a bunch of games. Steph's going to miss a bunch of games. Clay's going to miss a bunch of games. Dre's, a, Dre's older. He's got the knee and back issues. I just think, you know, this feels a little more like a five or a six seed than a three seed to me. Yeah. As a I just think the difference between the three seed and the seven seed is going to be a game and a half. Maybe. Yeah, I just think that's the what West... it was last year, basically. It was right. three I just think three and six last year. Yeah. And I, I mean, you bring up a good point. Like the West is, all, and this is how Sacramento got the uh, three seed last year. It's just all about who's going to run the purest when it comes to healthy uh, to health, you know, like if they're able to, if Steph misses less than 12 games, if clay misses less than 12 games, CB three, less than 20, you know, they're going to be great. Uh, but if, if one of them, it's the same thing with Phoenix. If one of them suffers a, an injury, I just don't, I don't see it happening. Um, and that goes for, for all those teams. But uh, one other thing I want to talk about with Draymond before we like pivot a little bit is I, I think Draymond proved that he is one of us by getting hoodwinked by the NBA Centel Centel Twitter account. And I think we always say Draymond, you know, one of the defensive, oh, one of the best defensive players of all time. However, KG was the only one that was able to defend against the NBA Centel because he brings it up. And then the, the account's been disabled. The account is no more, no one can get hoodwinked by them anymore unless it was reactivated. But as of like six o'clock yesterday afternoon, it had been deactivated. But just for those oh. that don't know, there was a fake Twitter account that basically was pinning, uh, pinning Draymond and KG against each other. And Draymond took the bait, tweeted it out. And KG was just like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, Dre also like started talking shit to KG and like of all of the people to talk shit to, 
in NBA circles, I feel like KG might be 1A or 1B of dudes I just wouldn't want to fuck with. Now, in real life, I would say, you know, something like James Johnson, like legit black belt. Don't want to fuck with that dude. But in terms of like a media personality, I would not want to fuck with KG. And KG, surprisingly, was pretty mature. He was just like, yeah, man, like this is a fake tweet. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I, like how, listen, how Dre got in his feelings so much. He was yelling at K, KG over a fake tweet, Jordan Poole's dad. And then also uh, on Instagram, one of Jordan Poole's buddies uh, basically had an Instagram story about Draymond. Draymond responded to that too. It's like, my man, just stay off Twitter. You know, like yeah. you were the quintessential always online dude. Next thing it's, you know, yeah. you're going to be tweeting at Elon like KG was like, come on, man. Something I mean, down. he is turned into yeah, like he's KD is way better at him uh, on Twitter, but like he does have some Kevin Durant energy. But yeah, well, uh, one other thing, it is kind of funny. This is now like the second time where Kevin Garnett has served as the voice of reason, which just shows you how much like the league has changed. Not that he was, uh, I mean, he was always an incredible leader, but again, this is the same dude that before a playoff series said he was going to bring an Uzi. So I, the fact that KG now is being like uh you know getting paul pierce to chill out on a live stream while paul pierce is talking about bringing an escort to the live event uh or 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 telling draymond to relax bro uh it is pretty good yeah and you mentioned the draymond thing too Uh, they had a back and forth with uh jordan Poole's dad it's like pretty like l's for everybody you know what i mean like jordan Poole's dad doesn't look great i get why he did it but still it's like what are you doing uh like why even get involved and then draymond looks like an idiot too none of it's good like not like no, no one looks good in this social media play. The best play for all of you is to shut the fuck up and yeah. let's get the season started on the Warriors side because right now, if you're Warriors management, you just want to get to November yeah. at this point. Because they're not signing anyone else. They have like I think two more roster spots available, and I think they may only sign use one of them for salary cap reasons. So let's for the Warriors just get to November. And now we think, can get to the, the the fun stuff, which is Dane. Do you think they do anything else with uh, Kaminga or Moody in the offseason? Or is this just going to be like maybe a midseason trade target uh, if if they decide to make a move? <clears throat> uh, maybe. Um, Kaminga has made noises notably uh, in the playoffs about role. Um, Steve Kerr has struggled with young guys uh, over the better part of the last five years. He's had some successes. You know, Kevon Looney's been a success, relatively speaking. Jordan Poole. Uh, pre-getting traded success, but you know, mm-hmm. Moses Moody and Kaminga both kind of had issues with Curry to an extent, Kaminga a bit more publicly. Uh, we'll uh, see. I, I get Kaminga's frustration too. I mean, like, because you know, the, the whole additive around young guys, it's like, well, you gotta put your time in before you get a shot in the playoffs, right? Like, show me you can do it in the regular season before you can do it in the playoffs. And then he did it in the regular season when Andrew Wiggins still inexplicably was just like away from the team for a couple of months. And he performed admirably. He did a really good job. And I think if you're coming here, you're like, I kind of earned myself a spot in the rotation, maybe not starting, but I should be like logging some minutes here. Uh, and I think that's where, it, and I'm not saying he handled it well by being vocal about it and like the bad body language down the, down the stretch there in that King series. And then the, again, in the Lakers series, but I, I understood that one a little bit more as he, he, he had like proved himself. Yeah. The, the, the only other thing I'd say about Kamega before we move on is he um, played well in moments, you know, like I, I think probably his most notable game to me was that game on uh, near Christmas uh, with the, or sorry, in uh, in December against Celtics game I went to and he was cooking. He had that block yeah. or sorry, that dunk on Tatum. Um, he's a super talented dude. Um, former top 10 pick. I'm sure he's frustrated that he's seeing other guys start to get contracts in kind of the same age range. So there's definitely a decision for the Warriors to make because they have a team option on him next year. Mm. All right, let's uh, we'll put a button on the Warriors since that's like 20 minutes of Warriors talk. Uh, what do you want to do next? You want to do Portland or do you want to do Philly? Portland. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into to Philly in a little bit, but I think that the Portland yeah. stuff to me, I know, I know you and I have talked about this uh, offline um, uh, quite a bit. I, I guess that the best way to visualize the Dame trade conversation is don't just look at this as a Dame and, and Miami thing. Think of this as three different parties having different pom-poms. 
and rooting for their situation. You have the Trailblazers, who are leaking to Woj pretty clearly, openly. And Woj's stories are now including Aaron Goodwin, Dame's agent, which is very weird. Doesn't happen very often that you see Woj talk about an agent in negative terms. Yeah, I I was reading a little bit about this uh, from uh, Ethan Strauss and the House of Strauss, and, and it was in his most recent podcast as well. And this goes back uh, to for like years now because Goodwin is like one of the few agents that doesn't leak stuff to Woj. And so that's why this is like the first time that Woj is like planting his feet a little bit. Uh, you know what's kind of funny though? I, I actually don't know. Sorry, go ahead. You were to say something else? Well, you just finish off the three-party concept. And yeah, the yeah. third part of this is the heat who are leaking to Dan Levitard. And right. Levitard's been open. Said, look, I have heat sources telling me Tyler Hero is better than Tyrese Maxey, which he's not, for the record. What a bunch of horse shit. But if you want to look at all three of these parties raising their pom-poms for their situation and trying to get their preferred destination for Dame, it's something we haven't seen in the NBA, at least fully from a business and media perspective. And that's what makes all of this really compelling to watch. Because ultimately, Dame's going to go to Miami. There's not a better yeah. deal on the table yet. But we're seeing all three of these sides plant their flag and be like, fuck you. I'm going to put my my name and business out there. That's the Yeah, I, I actually like – it's funny. I kind of get everybody's perspective here. Like I, I think the Blazers are like, hey, we want a little bit more from Dame. But the rest of the league is saying – no, like there's no other offer. Like the, it's not like the Timberwolves have offered something up. It's not like the Celtics have offered something up. Like there's no other offer to even, you know, heighten the stakes a little bit. And I think that's where like, I so I can see the Blazers being like, we want more. But from my understanding too, from uh, again, listening to Levitard and Ethan Strauss and uh, Tim Bontemps as well. Like, I don't even think Miami and Portland have, been talking like i'm not even sure if there's been an official offer that's been made so i i i, I get every like the blazers probably dragging their heels a little bit because they're like maybe maybe we'll get a third team to jump in here but if it's gonna be tyler here on first round picks i don't know at some point i'm just like let's rip the band-aid off and go even though i get portland not wanting to have tyler hero i think to me the most notable thing is the heat feel compelled to leak to Levitard for a team that is notoriously quiet about anything. Like when, when we talk about teams that notoriously don't leak, you know, you're like across sports, you're probably talking about teams like the Patriots, the heat. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, I can't think of a good hockey comparison, but not really a hockey fan, but there, there are like very few teams that legitimately leak to media sources in this way. And the fact that the heat are leaking to, Levitard, who's a national and local guy, is pretty different from a media strategy for them. They're, and the other thing that I think people should watch for, if this drags on, Dame's going to do an interview. Oh, here's another person, Chris Haynes. Another yeah. person who has a flag in all of this is Dame and Haynes are pretty tight. And no matter – I, I can tell you who's definitely going to leak this story is going to be Chris Haynes. He's definitely getting that public interview. Because yeah. notably, the idea – that this trade proposal has been out there. The Blazers have said publicly that he wants to be traded. Players can't say that they, they've demanded a trade or else you get fined $100,000 for the CBA. Right. So Dame can talk about this now that the Blazers have talked about it publicly. Right. Yeah, Which, that was an interesting choice by them to do that. I did because I was just, I feel like you're just killing your trade value by the second you start bringing it up like that. But yeah, the other thing that too, that, that keeps getting brought up that I, um, or that's actually not getting brought up a ton is the whole idea of like Dame's contract too. And how like, yes, you are getting an all NBA caliber guard who can just light it up. But I, you know, at, at age 36, he's going to be making over $60 million a year. And I know, the flip side of that conversation is going to be like, well, what will the CBA look like at that point? If it's going up 10% every year, like that's not going to look as bad as it is. But again, it's an aging guard. Who's my size um, that, it, you know, it's, I get it. I get like some of the concern over that. Um, and so that dings his value a little bit. I do. There's a good conversation going in the chat. Uh, Cause 
about Maxi and Hero. I, I think it's closer than that. I mean, uh, I, I think a lot of people, I, I don't think it's because Tyler Hero is white, like Dan Levitard said, which shout out Dan Levitard, who brought, speaking of Uzis, brought his Uzis of takes that day because he was just like trending for like three different segments uh, on that day. I, I think that's way What's funny is that, he, is that that wasn't his take. Like right. if you watch if you watch the segment, the take is heat sources think that part of the reason why uh hero is being demeaned is because he's white, basically. And yeah. it, it it very quickly became Dan Lebetard says X. So and by the way, I who in the Heat organization is specifically saying this? It's certainly not Riley, but is it like Andy Ellisberg? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, but but to go back to that, I, I think that's way closer. I felt like everybody was like, how dare you, Max? He's way better. I mean, Hero was very good and very young still and was like, you know, a, a participant in their first round of finals where he he like lit it up as a young guy. So I, I'm I'm not ready to just say Hero's toast, um, especially I, I think because he didn't play this year in, uh, in the playoffs and the Heat went on a run. Um, I still think Maxie's good. But I, I think it's weird to... I I don't think it's that like clear, I think Maxi's upside's higher. Like ultimately, like you look at Tyler Hero, we kind of know what he is at this point. Like you think Tyler Hero, he is, but like he's he's just a scorer. He's not a good defender. Um, you put him in space, he gets cooked. Um, I don't think anybody like, has come out and said that Maxi defends though. I don't think that's ever been uh, 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 highlighting a highlighting aspect of his game. No, he's not an he's not an elite defender. I think he's a I think he's a slightly better defender in space. I think he's a little bit better in in drop settings, which is what he's had to do with Embiid, um, yeah. and certainly what I think he would have to do in Portland um, if mm. he got traded there. I think the most likely scenario um, with if 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 Maxi gets traded, I think he gets flipped to a third team. I don't even think he goes to the Blazers unless you're trading Simons. Like I don't Maxie's think Maxi's getting in, traded. He hasn't been signed to an extension, which is weird. Yeah, they said he's not going to do it yet. I, I think Philly's keeping their options open just in case. I don't think he's getting traded, though. Well, Philly, I think Philly Philly's has... running their same squad back. Oh, you know, they're going to take a step back. And, and your point on them being sixth, I think, is is actually pretty fair in the East. Uh, mm-hmm. They are – there have been rumors about them taking a step back this year. Like, the way that they're framing things to both media and fans have been a little bit of like, you know, we might take a light step back this year. And then we have yeah. two max spots. So we yeah. might try to get somebody, which is the exact opposite of how people feel about Embiid. Because people yeah. feel like Embiid's gone. Yeah. I don't, what do you make of that? So, like, we I, we talked about it a little bit the quotes that he had with Maverick Carter. And then um, uh, uh, he's getting a little spicy on Twitter again. I, I don't know. Do you think he's just applying pressure in LeBron fashion? Or I, what do you make of the Embiid stuff? So we're going to go a little more global than, than just the Embiid stuff. Let's I'm going to go hard and then in, into Embiid real quick. So well, if you're going to do it global, I want you to bring in other countries, all right? Because you're well, why not? Say global, I, bring in some other stuff. <laughs> but look, we're a global show, baby. Um, so Harden uh, doesn't have an agent, or sorry, just signed an agent. Um, Equity Partners, same same guys that repped uh, Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Um, and he negotiated that contract last year with Maury on faith. You know, took less money. Philly tampers with P.J. Tucker. And uh, uh, they got house in that, that tampering too, I believe. Um, right. And, you know, the the word is that basically Maury was like, just do one year here and then we're, we're going to reward you on the backside. Turns out they didn't get past the second round, so they didn't reward him. And well, now can I... Now- I- I feel like no one's mentioned this either in in this dialogue. Uh, in my in my opinion, because it was so clear that Harden leaked that shit to Woj about potentially going back to Houston right before the Christmas Day game against the Knicks. Correct. I feel like you lose that guarantee of like getting a contract extension or getting paid after like explicitly going out there and kind of blowing up vibes as your team is cooking in the early part of the season. That was like in the midst of their hot run that they had where Harden was playing really well, but that was clearly done as like a leveraging tool. And I think once you do that, it's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Well, on the flip side, you know, you knew like you knew who you were getting into bed with. 
Like you weren't like if you're Daryl Moore, you're not getting into bed with the most loyal person in the world here. Mm-hmm. You're getting you're getting into bed with a guy who consistently is like, I don't want to play for this team. I'm just going to come in overweight. You know, yeah. like you know the personality of the guy that you try to get into. What, what happened over there? Did, did like Bandy? Is Bandy dreaming? What's uh, going on? No, no. I think there's a FedEx guy here, and there was a there, but I do think he's dreaming as well. But I was mm. made uh, I, the the FedEx guy was very loud. Uh, I'll get. So, like, you, you have the hardened part of this, which is one part where he very clearly, according to Jake Fisher, our guy, uh, looks like he really still wants to go to the Clippers. Uh, and the Clippers aren't even offering Terrence Mann in a trade. I don't know how they're going to make the money work. Um, he is. And then. You can see the, the tail. Yeah, you, you, can, you can see the tail. And then on the Embiid stuff, I, I don't even know. Like. I, I, I can put together a coherent argument for a lot of the teams he could go to, Golden State, um, Miami, if the Dame deal doesn't go through. Like, there's a lot of different ways the Embiid stuff could play out. I just don't think it really plays out till the end of the year. Like, yeah. I think he's going to run it back this year because he has to. He's got a couple years left on that deal. Player option at the end of the deal. So he has a little bit of leverage. It's the um, classic version of, t- of player empowerment now. Where if you yeah. have a player option, uh, it's almost a, a quixotic idea of like, well, on one hand, if I have a player option, if I'm opting in, then I want to get traded. If I'm opting out, I'm leaving. Like you know, I don't. Speaking of the the contract stuff too, with Embiid. So I remember one of the big deals about his extension, one that he negotiated it himself, I believe, right? Uh, but he also there was a lot of like incentives and caveats because like this was a big extension but they were like concerned about injuries and stuff right does that like if you get traded while you're still under contract and something like that do those incentivizations do they do those carry over to you like your new team or is that i i and i don't even know if you yeah. know that but i they do yeah, so like so if he goes to the knicks like those same types of like you have to play like 65 games and then you get like a boost like that shit all carries over yeah so i believe um Embiid's first his fun extension right the the second contract had a bunch of those like qualifiers he didn't get the full max remember okay. um oh, okay. i think he yeah, he, oh, I think yeah. he got he got like he got a similar to a Jalen Brown deal at the time. I think he got like 119 or something like that. But there yeah. were a bunch of incentives in there of like, hey, if there's a back or a knee issue, this becomes not a fully guaranteed deal. Um, this extension, according to the reporting, I, I haven't seen anything on that specifically yeah. about the injury history that may be negotiated into the deal and it would carry over to any place that he would get traded. Uh, I'd love I can check Spotrack and see if there's a trade kicker which he would have to waive depending on uh, salary cap stuff. Um, yeah. And that, that that also gets interesting of like, depending on who he gets traded to and you get into the second apron, it could get weird. Uh, but we'll see. So, but ultimately you think he he stays this year and then just the enti- throughout the entire year, we will talk about him potentially getting moved? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the worse they do, the louder there's murmurs are going to get is my computer is freezing on me this is awesome Keep yeah going, i know we, well, we can still hear you we just we can't see you though i mean we can you're frozen yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna close chrome and get back in give me a second all right sounds good i yeah i don't know uh with Embiid specifically I, i'm i'm interested to see what they do because i i think i was more inclined um to just i i don't think he's going to get moved at all i think this is more of a leverage take than anything else and that he'll he'll be back and i i think they should just run the whole squad back even though i'm not a obviously i'm not a sixers fan i just still think like come on you guys are a, like a four minutes away from going to the eastern conference finals to take taking on the frauds the miami heat um there that was for you stan that was for you stan loves um all right let's remind the people while weisberg's doing this like the stream subscribe hashtag beef uh we're gonna be uh giving away a moment here in a little bit and a reminder, tomorrow, tomorrow, bright and early, baby, 9 a.m. Also, yeah, we'll, we're going to do the massive giveaway tomorrow at 9. All right, Weisberg's about to be back, but you're right. We should do a hero drop. I was sidetracked. I was paying attention. Here we go.
There we go. Spo track, shut your computer down, Weisberg. Yeah, fucking Keith Smith. What an asshole. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else on that? So ultimately, we think Embiid stays. What about Harden? Do you think Harden's there? Or do you think a Clippers deal gets? Started? Oh, I, I think I think the Harden's. I think Harden gets dealt. I know. I was listening to a little rights to Ricky Sanchez over the last week. Um, poor Mike, just just protesting the show. Um, I don't know, man. I I think. Harden probably gets dealt. I, I just don't know what the return is going to be. Um, and it's 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 such a weird situation with the Harden stuff where, like, he's an aging guard who also led the league in assists and has one year left on the deal, so you want to keep the asset. But, like, what do you do if, if you're Philly? Like, what – reasonably, he's poisoned the well with his actions and the way that he handles himself – so you can't really train to places that are real contenders other than the Clippers. I don't know, man. It's it's yeah. frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I Tim Bontemps had a good take in the or a fun take that I hadn't thought about in the Hoop Collective podcast with Brian Windhorse and um um Bam McMahon. Uh he was saying that that he thinks if he didn't opt in, somebody would have paid him. Uh which Maybe. I was surprised by. I I I you would think that Harden would be more plugged in, although you said he didn't have an agent, so maybe that's why he didn't well, so, really have. So a... he he just signed an agent recently, right? That but a, so, not yeah. before opting in or after that. Uh yes, um, he I believe June, so recently. Um, okay, me, all right. So he would have had the agent before that, but yeah, I I just wonder, like, I wonder who was actually getting ready to pay him if that was the case. That's February fourteenth. Sorry, so okay, all right, trading exactly. deadline ish, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I ultimately think everybody comes back. I I do think I I think Harden just has to deal with it, play play well in a contract year, and then and then can go peace out somewhere else. But um, I I kind of hope the Clippers get him because I do, and I'm not really a fan of anybody on the Clippers team. Uh, but I think that would be kind of fun. I think a, a Russ Harden Kawhi Paul George situation, especially if you're getting them for like you know, 10 cents on the dollar with that kind of type of deal of like a couple of picks and like fucking Norman Powell, and Marcus Morris and stuff like, and I like Norman Powell, but like, if that is the deal, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a home run for them. But I, again, thinking about the way that Maury handled the Ben Simmons situation, I don't see them making a move like that. You know, he's just going to sit there. He's going to sit there and wait yeah. and hope someone comes in with a better offer. But in the meantime, you're going to take your season because Harden is either not going to show up or he's going to play like dog shit because he has shown that he will play like dog shit to get himself somewhere else. Do you know what, though? The only reason I think that might not happen is because it's like a contract year. Right? Because yeah. when he played like dog shit for Houston that year to get out of there to go to Brooklyn, I, he was still under contract, right? That was him. Like, two years left. Yeah. I, so I think it might be a little bit different where he's going to show up and play. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see to see what what that happens uh, with that. And any other like uh, global, as you would say, uh, basketball things you want to get into before? I want to talk a little top shot, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, nothing else big picture. I think like you know, the the Jalen Brown thing is still kind of lingering. Um, yeah, it's a little surprising. Although you know, talking to people in summer league. Uh, I, a few weeks ago, and, and the status may have changed since then. The general thought was they're really just negotiating incentives. Um, yeah, I don't know if he gets the full max. That's that's what I will uh, tell you. Yeah, that yeah. Well, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he. I don't. Does. I don't know if he gets a full three hundred five million. I think it may end up being like two ninety five with maybe kickers or incentives to boost it up to the three hundred five. Like it might get reported as three hundred five. But the yeah. real number might be closer to 290, 295. We'll see. I, I that that to me is the most compelling thing, like left in the offseason. Everything oh, the Thunder. I will say this. People should be watching the Thunder's roster. They have 17 guys now after they released Rudy Gay. They have a whole bunch of dudes. Just didn't they get rid of Patty Mills play. too? They they got rid of Rudy Gay. I don't know if they got rid of Patty Mills, but I know I that they, they did that last week, but maybe not. Maybe. Um but they, they've, they've, as of last week, they had like 18 dudes on the roster. So they need to cut that down. And there's going to be a bunch of guys who could sign as Vetman free agents in a bunch of different places. 
Also watch for Danilo, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, he's likely to be released by Washington. And I think he's someone who could fit on a contender. Can't go back to Come Boston. Come right back to Boston, baby. Can't, Damn unfortunately. It. Can't be traded and traded, waived, and then come back. Okay. Uh, but hey, we have a pack drop today, so that's fun to talk about. Yeah, I, I don't really care. Is it the WNBA MGLE pack drop today? Right? Is that what's happening? You mean you mean the product the Top Shot claims they care about, but they fucking don't. Yeah, I, I mean, what I like. Listen, if you were very excited about it, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that yeah, I like. I'm sure the moments are going to be great too. I just I can't imagine lining up for a pack drop right now. Um, but if you are, I don't. That's not to fund you. I just my brain couldn't do that. My brain couldn't do that. But I'm curious. Well, are you a, lining up? No, no. Like, look, I I I love the W. I've, I've enjoyed watching uh, them um, on playback. Uh, with, with um, why am I blanking on on our guys? Um, on, with with Dunger Spot. Um, but you know what? What I will say is, I just don't feel like Top Shot fully has a handle on the W in a way that no. that like is super frustrating for people who care about the product. And yeah. it's like, what? What? You're you're pumping up this this MGLE pack drop, but like you also have barely covered the league in a way that makes sense. Not I mean, covering milestones, right? Yeah, it's past. So yeah, I I agree. It is, it is weird. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit. So I tweeted something out yesterday, and I the numbers have shifted a little bit, not too much. Um, but I'll just use yesterday's information because there's couple of couple of like fun takes, right? First of all, I would like to congratulate everybody that went out and said lock it the great unlocking was like y2k um i thought that was like a fun take to stupidly get out before like enough information came back in because my favorite thing about this whole unlocking conversation was everybody assuming that they locked the very second that you were eligible to lock which meant that the very second you like that everybody was going to unlock at the same time like only dummies were locking everything the second you were able to lock. Over like the course of 90 days, we'll start seeing more people unlock. So I appreciate everyone's Y2K take. But one thing that I thought was kind of fun as my uh, Twitter breaks down a little bit, uh, I was looking at some of the sets. And over the – so it was a few days in the unlocking phase. So for the past seven days, this will now be eight days, 64 sets were in the red and 45 sets were in the green or even. And then the past 24 hours, again, this was yesterday, 52 sets were in the red, 57 sets were in the green or even. Uh, and I know that's a little bit skewed. Um it's a little bit skewed because of uh, like, you know, challenges that are going on or whatever. Um, but I thought anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting that I think if anything, it showed me there's not a lot of movement because everything is worth like a, a dollar. Uh, so it's like if you had locked an account that was worth like 20,000 and now it's worth 8,000, you're probably not, you know taking your shirt off to sell things as fast as you can. You're not like rushing to do that. So it, it makes sense to me that we're not seeing a ton of movement, which was kind of what I was saying pre-lock. I mean, pre the unlocking. Yeah. But the other thing about this is that Top Shot has actually been kind of smart in doing the burn leaderboards in the way that they have. So like you're, you're not seeing crazy deals on certain, on certain moments because people are like, I can get more value out of using these on the burn leaderboards and trying to sell them. So yeah, it, yeah, I get, I get, it's weird because I get the purpose of these burn leaderboards and why, uh, why they're good. Uh, it is kind of funny that we're the, the thought process behind them is let's take all of these moments that are not worth anything anymore to burn them to then bring out more moments of the things that were worth something that are now slowly going to be worth less as well. Look at that Jordan, Jordan Santega comment in the chat. Uh, all right. Jordan says like the leaderboard, but I'm salty. Got railed by the series one leaderboard yesterday. Dropped like 30 spots in the last 15 seconds to finish 59th right out of the money. Yeah. I mean, it's brutal. It's brutal Ugh. because it, I mean, you saw it. There was somebody who tweeted out yesterday. Um, that he was like second with um, like two minutes left and then dropped down to 21st. So he went from like a legendary pack in five series one to 
like one series, one pack. And then he said, I'm quitting Top Shot. And then he said, it's too hard to sell all of these moments for a dollar. I'm no longer quitting. Um, so I think there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, constructive feedback that can um, be given. Like, why isn't there? Oh no, you're allowed to complain, Jordan. You're allowed to complain. Dude, uh, why... I would fucking complain. Yeah. I'd be mad as shit. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much you 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 spent on those moments, and like what the actual cost of those moments is. But that like the the whole idea of the leaderboards to me is basically just being like, look, DGens are gonna DGen. We're just finding a different way for you to to DGen to get more packs. Yeah. Instead of paying for them, you're just burning moments that you spent thousands of dollars on. Yeah, Top Shot yeah. might not be getting their five percent, but like. They are trying to make the economy a little healthier, which, frankly, you should have done two years ago. But, hey, yeah, I think that's better than nothing at this point. They are in an unwinnable – I was having a conversation with someone the other day. They're, they are in an unwinnable situation because they are um, locked into a deal with their IP, right, that they have to, like, churn out stuff and get money, right? Like, that's how businesses work. But – they're constantly trying to make up for the over minting that happened in series two and series three. So it's like these two things that are at war with each other. Cause they're like, everything needs to be deflationary, but we also need to make money off of stuff. And it's, I, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know to the solution. And they're also in debt. Yeah. Also that. Like, also, wait, they're, so they're, like they're, VCs they're, is that what we're talking about or both technically like, you have the VC investment money that's going to be coming due sooner than later. Um, and then you also have the backside, like the, the stories you've heard about the NFL PA and the NBA yeah. PA. Uh, we don't know what their minimums are. We don't know what, like what, what the total amounts are. I haven't, heard have anything, idea. I haven't heard anything about the NBA PA. Have you? I've only heard the NFL PA. I, I haven't heard anything. Well, no, not like what the minimums for the NBA PA are. The, the interesting thing is, we knew when the NBA signed their deal with Dapper, we know roughly the timeline, which is towards the end of the decade. And we know there's a 5% transaction fee of which that gets split between the NBA, NBA, PA and Dapper. Right. Right. We don't know what the overall minimum is, but we have like some basic outlines just to go on as of now. Yeah. And we know what the NFL deal was. Where yeah, I, millions of debt to the NFL. Right. My point was, I don't think there's been. I, I. So you're saying, like, in the foreseeable future, there could be an issue with yes. the NBA PA, where like with the NFL PA, that shit's real right now. Like that, all that issue already, already yes. is. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I could. <laughs> I, <laughs> that, I, I can't. That's I just, some of those Vegas conversations, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I think we just got to continue to uh, shine a light on our friend Roham, and uh, and I, I think we'll that that's that's the key to the future. That's the key to the future, sh shining the light on him. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, I, I can't. I don't think I can say anything. No, what what what? Look, you know, for the audience, what 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 I would just say broadly is, I'm I, I have this conversation with JBB, and oh, you're mute. You're frozen. Am I frozen or are you frozen? Mike. This is the, the Roham fucking got involved, dude. He knew he knew I was oh. saying some stuff and he killed my Wi-Fi. I think I, I was I, I was gonna say, I was like, is this me? Is this you? Um mm. now what 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 I would just say broadly is I think they're in a weird space in terms of the money stuff. I think they have done a better job of the economy over the last year. Um my main frustration with Top Shop by and large is the amount of talent we've seen leave across the board. I said it's on Tandy show last week, but it's been so frustrating kind of watching the brain drain over the last year of like super fucking talented people just leave the company or get fired. And none of it makes sense unless it's a leadership thing, which Mike, you and I have both been talking about for the better part of two and a half years. That's so what like, it is. Like, it's not is it or if. That is 100% what it is. And I can be tinfoil hat man forever. You guys can think I'm crazy. I know too much. All right? I'm telling you. That's what it is. Uh, also, I got a question for you. Who's making the moments right now? Mm -hmm. I mean. Like who's making I, I mean, you're, you're insinuating something that, that, that we both know. But yes. 
Yes, that is that is a that is a correct thing. Like literally, I, I don't I, know who's who's making them. Oh, uh, Shiggins, Sh- Shiggins. Here's what I would say. Uh, as far as super talented people delivering, though, um, you know, I thought Meg was fucking fantastic. Like their events throughout her entire time there were fucking killer, and their ability to deliver on social on those events were great. Now, did they deliver more engagement or deliver more new users? No, but for the current users who went to those events, they did a great fucking job. I, um, listen, I will continue to say, I will, the, the, the people that are being removed are all of the people that you think do a really good job. That, like, those are the people that get bounced. It's not, it's never the people that you're like, you know who's been doing a real shit job? Like, I think about uh, the people that were in charge of the captain stuff, right? You're muted again. That kind of that kind of morning. But I'm just not gonna do it, guys. And it feels good to not cave to the chat because I am the boss. Like I said earlier, I'm in charge today. I am I am in charge. You can't tell me what to do. That was in charge of the captain's program that everybody liked, right? The person who was so good at making moments on their own on Twitter, just willy-nilly letting the team know that this person was better at it than the people that they had hired. That person no longer works there. Like anybody, Meg, who you already talked about, no longer works there. The NFL All-Day team, the whole fucking team. The whole, no whole team fucking quit. Works there, uh, right? Oh, and, oh, oh, and by, oh, by the way, what uh, What's your face? Uh, who, who's still on social? Well, I'm blanking on, on Homegirl's name. Who's the what? Who used to run social for, for Top Shot? Uh, Carrie. Carrie. You know where Carrie works now? She works for LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, like, I... Yeah. Yeah, I and it, it, that's, again, I, I just... All I'm saying is it's never been, like, the content that's been the the issue i like and i'll continue whatever i'll, I'll continue doing that until uh and to jump shoot yes jacob's still there we saw him in vegas he uh yeah. he is still there but again, and look shout out to the current like even the, the current guys we know like jacob saw austin kent in vegas that was dope seeing him yeah nice and brandon brandon was there too like that yeah all those guys all those guys do a great job steve like again i love all of those dudes and I know it can always it can probably be misconstrued or or look like that the the frustration's going in a different place. I don't know. I I, I just can't be clear. Like if you continue we're, we're, to see and again everyone's going to be like dude it's, it's web3 dude it's startups man you're going to see a lot of turnover. 80% of the company is gone. 80 80% in less than a year. In less than a year 80% is gone. That's not so numbers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I, all of it is, here's what I would say for, for people who are still top shot, stand true believers, all that shit. Like I still enjoy the product. This yeah. is not a product criticism. This is not a criticism of, um, the people that we are friends with in this space. This is literally, let me say this as clearly as possible. This is very clearly about Rohan and the the leadership team because they consistently let people go who are talented and then they get mad when people in the community are like, what's what's going on with the product? What's what, what are we doing here from a communications point of view? And it's like, I'm still interested in Top Shot. I'm still collecting. I'm still buying packs here and there. Like I might buy like a rare rip or something. Bought one, I bought two in Vegas. So like, it's go. not like I'm not interested, but like ultimately there, there's a lot of like flaws with the product and hopefully more people join so they can buy my bags. But really like it is what it is. We are where we are because we're where we are. Yeah. And Patrick says connection and collection. So I think we're fine. Oh. I think we're fine. We're fine. Um, yeah, this uh, okay. Eric Fernandez, Dumbo's not gone. He's just uh, no, no. Dumbo's still there. He, he's been with, he's been with Flo. Uh, he we we saw him in Vegas. He 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 bought me a drink. You know, he bought us all yeah, drinks. He so, bought us all drinks. Fine. He bought us all drinks. 
Yeah, I listen. Boston base, yes. The answer is yes. I'm not even the podcast people will have to come back and watch it. Um, is anything different from a year ago to today, though? Uh, yeah, I think they've did a, they've done a better job with like tinkering with stuff. The scarcity is different, even though parallels is a big old L. Uh, I think what they did, like, even though I'm not a big fan of how they're doing these burning leaderboards, I think the burning leaderboard idea is good. I think the redemptions are good. So I think they have done some stuff. But to your larger point, which I know you said earlier in the chat, uh, is it different in the sense that, like, uh, there's there's less people playing the game than there was were a year ago? I mean, I think the, the and we can kind of wrap on this because I know we've been going an hour. Um, yeah. I think the the. the Problem to me is structural at this yeah. point. It's not just about the economy stuff, which they've done a great job on over the last year. But there are like real structural problems. You want to talk about something that, that people are kind of hinting about and like joking about kind of off the record? Captain's program. Like talk to enough people, guys. You want to have a real conversation about the most important thing within Dapper and Top Shot? It's been the captain's program. That's been what's motivating people out out in the streets and like captain's budgets where yet we haven't heard shit about that in two years yeah. they, they made yeah, a big well, they made a they made a big deal about being like we're giving people 10 grand where are those budgets now well no it's down to it's less than three now i believe it was less than three uh and i haven't heard anything about the new season i knew it went from 10 to 5 to 3 and so it'll continue to go down which i get i mean it makes sense that it's going to continue to go down because they don't have any money i mean i, I get it I get it. And but. and and the other thing is they they've made it a point to be like you know the, how they're distributing that money it's not distributed equally. Right. Well, so well, like if, if you're a small Chicago market, Pulse, right? What was it what was the dude that was doing some some laundering some or I don't whatever who cares. Oh, I, I heard about that. Yeah, I mean yeah. we're not going to get into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they, no. They, they, they've been some money laundering accusations too. Yeah. And this, yeah, again, when the money's gone, what does it look like after that? But anyway, I don't know. We'll see. So uh, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag beef, right? We'll give this away here in a second. couple of other things too. Um, we'll be back tomorrow to give away 350 moments. So get excited about that. I think we are under 20 retweets away to give away a legendary. And again, if we have over 200 show up tomorrow, come on. Oh, new Swami said, man, this is a rough watch. Wow. It's new Swami. Wow. New Swami did look a Lakers. No Swami go Lakers. Um, but yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to give away 350 moments where we'll be close to two legendaries. Uh, in new Swami, you're going to hate this news. You're going to hate it. New Swami Weisberg's coming on every Thursday from here on out. We're going to do a little mic and mic on Thursdays. So get lock and load. Step on me and ask I like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be wait, what'd you say? Well, I I was I was gonna put something on Twitter, but yeah, yeah we're we're good. Oh yeah, well whatever. I mean it's only forty, yeah. fifty some on. Um so yeah, we're gonna we'll continue to do it uh every Thursday, which will be fun. Uh and then I got another a couple other announcements coming in the next few weeks, I think, which I'm excited about for content stuff. So uh stay tuned for that. Uh I don't know. Mike, you got anything you need to plug? Uh, no, um, you know, playback, obviously playback.tv slash team hold. That's the, uh, spot where you can typically find me. We have the J destiny and rock doggy doing regular baseball games over there. Uh, yeah, Sunday so night is going to be the first, the first one back after the all-star break. So they'll be, they'll be fired up Sunday night. So they'll, they'll be doing a bunch of content with us for those that haven't watched them. Uh, J destiny's a big baseball guy and rock doggy, you know, from the uh, top shot community. Um, and then other than that, you know, we're just going to start prepping some stuff on my end. Uh, who knows whether I bring back the podcast. It seems like it might end up happening. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we got a lot going on. Twitter.com slash Mike Weisberg. New Swami showing us his, uh, his Facebook photo right there in the chat. There you go, New Swami. <laughs> All right, let's give this bad boy away. If you win, shoot me a DM over at Mike Zakarian or in the Discord uh, we'll be back I tomorrow I morning with the fun giveaway. I will be spinning it again if you win. <laughs> Winner's the captain. The captain, baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right, everybody. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Weisberg, thanks for hanging out with us. See you all tomorrow morning. We are out. <laughs>